Hello and welcome to another episode of Never On Side. Hi, this is Joseph, and joining me as usual is Mayur. And uh, today the title here is two penalties and title race, and it's apt that um, Arsenal have kind of uh, been done hard, according to uh, Arteta, and uh, he was absolutely running down, up and down the touchline. uh complaining to the fourth referee uh and like so that is a big talking point uh in this game week and uh, probably um if arsenal you know don't end up winning the title this would be some um some point that arteta would come back to saying that he uh, he felt that there was two penalties in this match and for me in this match i'm sure um, arsenal did play really well and uh, did you see this match mayur yes, yes. yeah but you have so, to give the credit to newcastle as well they defended right, really right right, right. So, yes. so let's move on to the uh, the uh, analysis and the results of game week uh, 19 yeah so the game week started off with a surprising not surprising right now right uh, we expect liverpool to you know be badgered by someone like a brentford who without their star striker tony did manage to win the match 3-1 surprisingly they had i guess the score should have been 4-0 at some point because two goals were ruled uh, offside by var as well so liverpool were really lucky to not go down six or uh, five goals down like they did with aston villa a uh, couple of seasons back and yeah so what do you think about this liverpool side now uh, as we have seen throughout this tournament uh, throughout this league season we haven't gone with liverpool defenders as well we know liverpool as a defensive unit has been really bad and we have been talking about it fabinho not playing up to the mark uh, then with the lack of the midfield industrious midfielders which klopp prefers they have been lacking them as well so it has been clear uh, situation it's about how much they can score and can right. they match the oppositions in a way that has been the whole uh, discussion around liverpool this time now they have lost probably van dijk as well to a lengthy injury as per the reports right. so it's really right. not looking good at the moment uh, matip coming back and then they lost van dijk so yeah uh, now it's just about finishing in top 4 and apart from that if they don't score goals as on this day where darwin had plenty of chances salah had right. chances and right. uh, ox had one or two chances so if they right. don't score they are bound to get such results which shouldn't be surprising anymore now right so um, i was reading a stats in octa i guess that darwin has the most number of chances uh, in the penalty box i think like uh, and he has so he is the first uh, in terms of chances he has got uh, in the top 5 leagues and he is 90th in terms of conversion so that explains a lot uh, what is happening with liverpool even the commentators are trying to say that this guy has a lot of potential he is going he is just raw talent but at the end of the day when liverpool is struggling to you know score goals and when most of their attacking players are injured like uh, jota and diaz um you can't experiment with someone like a nunes you can't say that like, give him time because liverpool need it need goals right now and if they don't manage to score i'm sure they won't be in the top 
बिकॉज द वे दी अदर साइड्स आर प्लेइंग सिटी यूनाइटेड आर्सनल न्यू कैसल दिस इज द टॉप फोर दैट यू कैन सी राइट नाउ बेस्ड ऑन दी करंट फॉर्म सो आई डोंट थिंक दैट लिवपुल हैज एनी चांस अनलेस नूनेस स्टार्ट स्कोरिंग गोल्स and apart from that the only good part about liverpool is now they have got gakpo who will definitely try to right. uh, add quality in that attacking trio up front right. and definitely probably will get more goals so that is the only silver lining liverpool fans have currently apart from that uh, i am not sure there are not any more reports about any midfielders the usual bellingham right. going on right. and through so but i am not sure uh, what they are looking at currently there are a lot of options uh, but liverpool club uh has lost few uh scouts as well scouts and uh, direct uh, the people who are in charge of getting transfers done and since then it has been a downhill is what i have been mm-hmm. continuously reading so let's see how they cope up with it and how they get the midfielders which clubs mm-hmm. desire and work in this system so yeah definitely a difficult half for liverpool fans uh, to make it in top 4 definitely right so moving on to the arsenal newcastle game we did review it a bit um, initially but um, uh, how was this match it was um, really uh, you know a good match to watch in the sense that both both teams were fighting it out both teams wanted to win but you could clearly see that arsenal were the better side in terms of at least from a footballing sense but newcastle were really clever in the way they managed the matches right yes. manage the match right so to start with uh, in the first 10 15 minutes uh, eddie how preferred a 4 3 3 formation and we saw arsenal played right through it like they were just passing ball for fun playing through balls playing through the lines and everywhere and newcastle had no answer they were just able to stop it from going inside the net then eddie how changed it to a 4 5 1 we saw jolinton and everyone coming back and defending helping them defend that is when it started to look like more of an even game where newcastle started to come back stop arsenal within their tracks uh, not being able to let arsenal play much in the attacking third like arsenal really played tried to make those chances but in the first half uh, first 20 minutes the quality was different easily bypassing those uh, half uh, spaces and lines of newcastle defense so yes but eventually we saw a stat saying the game was only played for somewhere around 49 and 50 minutes from the 98th minute and a lot of fa- arsenal fans mikel arteta as well saying there should be a change in rule you should add proper time probably like a 6 30 minute half and playing uh, stopping the watch when the ball goes out something like that i am not sure but yeah if you play in the high league like uh, champions league you have seen atletico teams uh, do mm-hmm. that so it's not something new Pe- right. pep has faced it a lot and this is not something which has been done in the past uh, everyone complains but unfortunately that is it so that is where the quality shows basically right. if you can p- pass through that phase without complaining try to focus more on scoring and getting the result so that is what it differs uh, the average teams from the champion team so that right. will be a also, crucial factor yeah right arsenal uh, had a tough run of fixtures in the sense they played uh, an informed brighton side and then they played a very good newcastle side who are in the title race who can eventually you know if the top teams do slip up newcastle can be there because they are playing really good under eddie howe so so they managed to win against west ham 3-1 arsenal 
and uh, against brighton they won 2-4 but it could have been it could have gone both ways right the brighton uh, arsenal match and uh, and this match they have drawn so next they have another tough match in tottenham but um, it's tottenham uh, like arsenal are playing away uh, at tottenham and um, it's also a tough match where uh, arsenal will have to be in the top of their game to win the match even though spurs are a you know hit and miss side who can turn up sometimes who don't turn up sometimes so it's tough for them right now and if they can just manage through this period uh, then i'm sure um, they can eventually you know maybe win the title if they if they stay at it it's now theirs to lose probably Definitely. i know Definitely. there are still 19 games to go but they have a healthy lead over city uh so definitely their title to lose but apart from that north london derby as you mentioned it's a special game for spurs you never know uh arsenal might draw it and then again boom they have two games to play with city which can be crucial and talking about that city and arsenal fighting it hard and hard there is a third opponent coming in hoz you would be happy that's your team so definitely. let's talk about them as well yeah so um something i liked about this um, man united bournemouth game was that even though we won 3-0 eric tanner came out and said this was not our greatest match because it definitely wasn't and it takes a lot of like someone who believes in their philosophy someone like a pep would come out and say like after winning 3-0 that it was not a great game i was not impressed so we wanted a manager like this for a long time right now and uh finally we have got a manager who brings stability to the side and you can see how united plays even some of the goals that we score are like you can see the repetitiveness the the um the planning and also the um philosophy that is already there in the team you can see a blueprint to what uh, eric ten hag is trying to do with fast runners and like and people running fast uh players as well and with the ball and without the ball also united looks like a good side but they have to prove that against a very good uh, opponent like a city because last time we thought united turned the corner and uh, uh, eventually got beaten by city got thrashed by city so this is going to be a um, good test for united the next city match and if united manages to win that match then we can definitely say that united are also in the mix but for me it's really too early because uh, eric ten hag needs time and also uh, against top oppositions we won't be able to implement the philosophy um, throughout the match because we'll see in some moments we will be good in some moments we won't be so i think it's a long shot to call united a uh, title contender but i am very happy to hear that from people and pundits around the world definitely uh, the only problem which i see united is if they get space they dominate the opponents and they score a lot of goals uh, against the teams who like to sit it will be interesting to watch how they united play because they have struggle as well uh, against such kind of teams and that is the biggest test for teams like united as well uh, who generally struggle with teams who sit so definitely it will be a good uh, watch for united fans who have been suffering for a lot <laughs> to be in the title contention finally so let's move on to our other team that is spurs uh, they have been literally up and down up and down uh, sometimes they 
lose against some team sometimes they play against some team and win comfortably uh, i don't know what's going on os uh, they won yesterday uh, 4-0 and kane and son son again back into the goals and in the mix so any thoughts uh, os on that game yeah so um, if harry kane turns up they win 4-0 and uh, if hoiberg turns up they win 2 they draw 2-2 and that too after conceding in the first half hoiberg uh, will come out of nowhere and score a goal and then spurs will uh, try to uh, come back into the game and they'll eventually uh, end up drawing the match or winning the match so um i've been frustrated by what uh, conte has been saying he's he's like this is all what i can do with this team but but actually you can do much more the team doesn't look uh, cohesive enough in some of the matches and um, and the team does not uh, bring to mind a conte team because the full backs rushing um, through the flanks you don't see that uh, often with spurs now and also teams can uh, play through them at uh, in um, at times so you don't expect that from a conte side right uh, and i i don't think um, the spurs fans will uh, be patient for another season with conte if he goes on uh, talking about uh, the lack of quality the lack of signings and if he keeps scribbling about things i don't think he will um, end up being the spurs manager for uh, for a long time that has been the usual conte cycle come in hmm. go to great heights then suddenly fall off and then complain uh but let's talk about the other big game this week uh, important game for city uh, they were uh, trailing by 8 points uh, if i'm right and uh, since 5 6 points and then so, arsenal uh, dropped five, arsenal five, dropped points, points and they had a chance to uh, recover some points and they definitely did but uh, yeah. when we saw the lineup uh, chelsea put up a very attacking lineup uh, and there were discussions going on uh it could be an easy game for city where they just come in right. score plenty of goals and uh, just blow chelsea away and then go on to the and win the game right. but right. what we saw in the game it was very impressive from a chelsea perspective they didn't get the Definitely. result but uh, there were few positives and apart from that they lost their two key players at the start uh, sterling and pulisic were known like what i thought potter uh, was supposed to do like what he his original plan was to sit back and then counter and in that way when you lose your two pc players like pulisic and sterling who are known to counter good it's really a tough uh, ask to go from there but apart from that they showed their character zakaria especially three four players charged him but he looked like there yeah. was no stopping him he was just gliding past them and like not giving position away so that was really good to see and from mm-hmm. city's perspective pep came out uh, after the game said i made a mistake he thought they were going to sit up a uh, sit five at the back and that's why he played cancelo as right winger and uh, uh, we saw foden as the left winger which yes. apart from uh, like it was something again uh, pep does what he likes to but he came out and he said he thought that was a wrong approach and sit chelsea played four at the back and in the first half we saw Uh, as a result the chances were in there for city just one or two chances when gundogan uh, put a through ball to haland uh, that was what uh, was expected to uh, from yep. them but they didn't yep. provide 
what's your thoughts on this game yeah so um, another point to note is that um, um rico luis kind of turned the game uh, because he is being used by um, pep in a very different way where like somewhat like uh, how he used to uh, have sinchenko uh, or walker uh, like in some parts of the season last year so uh, he is bringing something uh, different to pep's side and also um, about chelsea i was just looking through the table and they are sitting in 10th place right now which is uh, like i thought they would be like 7th or 8th but they are sitting in 10th place and definitely the way they are playing was really bad like before the world cup they have i think they went into the world cup with four losses back to back losses and they had to win the next match and they did win the match against uh, uh, bournemouth and they drew against nottingham forest and that um, old self of uh, chelsea was showing a bit uh, towards the nottingham forest match and then i thought against city they would struggle they would be um, absolutely thrashed by city but i was really impressed by how uh, chelsea kept the ball uh, how they were not afraid to counter and also play uh, fluid football as well and talking about city city are not great as well right like they don't look like they are in the best shape right now and uh, foden uh, and cancelo coming in and out of the team there is definitely some issue going on uh, inside uh, city Uh, that's why the side doesn't look settled and grealish uh, playing on the left side for pep when we expect someone with the quality of foden uh, to be playing it doesn't look good that's why uh, city don't look that fluid enough in transitions as well and uh, i was very surprised to su- surprised to see cancelo start uh, as somewhat like a winger he was he was playing like a winger initially and um, city uh, were fortunate to get away with uh, the win because um, chelsea played really well in this game yeah in the first half definitely cancelo looked bad because again he was playing as a right winger what pep generally does is he plays him as that uh, two in the midfield alongside rodri which generally he is now trying with luis luis so yeah yesterday he could have done that but again he subbed cancelo so again as we have seen cancelo has just played a half a game in the past three games now three so games, right. is that a fitness issue post world cup uh, in the world cup game as well uh, from portugal side cancelo was benched in the last game so i don't know is it a fitness issue or is it a mental issue or pep is not happy i'm not sure right. but the rise of uh, luis has definitely given him uh, an option uh, where we have seen cancelo was very cancelo was undroppable almost uh, in the past seasons has been now being in a competitive place so yeah interesting time for city uh, they have a few good matches upcoming as well arsenal fixture uh, the city uh, united fixture so it will be interesting time where uh, let's see whether they can uh, face and come up come out of it uh, being still a title contender like they will be but uh, reducing the gap in the points so that's it for premier league this week so let's move quickly on to the other leagues of course let's start with la liga apart from atletico uh, this week it was a very uh, decent week like not decent like uh, average week for the other two sides barcelona dropping points uh, matulaos 
as a Barcelona fan, we have seen Matilao's game, uh, Argentina versus Netherlands, where he was showing yellow cards and red cards for fun. Similar thing here as well, showing cards for fun. He showed approximately 14 yellow cards in this game. <laughs> so it was, and he had, he showed three uh, red cards, out of which one was uh, taken back. Uh, so yeah, it was a fun game for Matthew Laos. Apart from that, both the both sets of fans were suffering from the decisions which he was taking. Uh, so this, along with Barcelona dropping points now and Real Madrid getting uh, points in the last minute, last 10 minutes, they got a penalty and they scored another goal. So uh, winning 2-0. This means they are level all point now. So again, interesting race going on. Atletico Madrid before World Cup was struggling a lot. Now they seem to be back on track. Let's see. Uh, next match for them will be against Barcelona. Uh, so yeah, interesting point in La Liga as well. Uh, how other teams come in and whether Madrid can get uh, better of Barcelona and can they be at the top of the table. So that's it for La Liga this week. Uh, Bundesliga, as we have mentioned, they are still on a break. They will be coming back on 21st Jan. Let's move on to League One. Again, a very interesting week for League One teams. Lens, uh, we have been uh, speaking about them. Uh, any guesses are surprising for someone? They are currently second and this was the first second game between PSG and Lens. And they have really played well. Uh, PSG didn't have Neymar and didn't have Messi. And uh, yeah, their attack suffered a lot. Uh, Mbappe was looking a bit of lost in that game. And Lens uh, focusing on the midfield part where they pressed Verratti like anything. And generally, Verratti is a good ball keeper. But yeah, even he was turned over a couple of times by Lens and showing their midfield domination. And that's how they won this game. Apart from that, uh, Leon lost their game. And uh, uh, Nice also lost their game. Uh, apart from that, yeah, that is it for League One review this week. Let's move on to Serie A. Yeah, Serie A, my favorite league. Uh, so basically, uh, almost all the top sides won the match. And uh, the biggest ma- match in this game week was between Indoor and Napoli, who were sitting first and second in the table. And uh, sorry, first and fourth uh, in the table. Uh, right now. So, Napoli was uh, running away with the um, title almost. Because they, this is the first uh, loss. Inter managed to scrap a 1-0 win against Napoli. And surprisingly, I have not seen Inter this bad in any of the games that they played. And uh, I have not seen Napoli so bad in any of the games that they played. Inter completely dominated them. They were creating chances left, right and center. And eventually, um, it came down to Jacko who scored a headed goal. And uh, it was a sweeping move from Inter. And uh, Napoli didn't have any answer for the in, um, the counter-attack of uh, Inter. And also, uh, another surprising fact is that Initially, we couldn't recognize the Serie A table because uh, a lot of sides like Lees, Bologna and um, uh, Sassuolo were all in the top 10. And um, the likes of AC Milan, Juventus, Inder were like um, in the bottom half. And now we can see that Napoli is first, AC Milan second, Juventus third, uh, Inter Milan fourth. So it's a traditional top four and uh, Roma also coming in at 6. Uh, so, it, the table is kind of shaping up now. And um, Napoli are still favourites to win the uh, title because they have around 5 points. Five <clears throat> Sorry, 5 points lead. Yeah. Yes. 
and uh, for those who haven't seen the ac milan giro goal do uh, go on youtube and check it was a really wonderful goal i saw that uh, uh, goal and do check that out it was a very interesting goal so let's move on to fpl uh, from the last time when we spoke there have been two deadlines uh, so first deadline was game week 18 where there were no double game weeks uh, hose you saved your transfer rate in that game week uh, i can see two transfers you made this week yeah yeah right so i saved yes. my transfer and uh, i uh, i'm starting to target sides uh, right now so i'm going for i will go for three uh, city players eventually in midfield and i'm going to cash in on teams like newcastle um who are really good in defense and while our traditional sides like um, liverpool and uh, city don't look that great so arsenal and newcastle offer us some cheap options and they are in the top 4 as well and they are looking like really good side so uh, i also managed to get on the show bandwagon right in time and he has been uh, giving dividends um, for my faith in him yeah so i ended up transferring out james uh, for boatman and uh, i think i got out enkitia for betro so that was my transfer uh, in the uh, game week 19 yeah, and uh, i ended up getting 61 points show again scoring and keeping a clean sheet repair boatman keeping a clean sheet as well or even though they look did look shaky under that um, um you know strong uh, arsenal pressure pr- pressure and uh, white is sitting on the bench uh, i wish i had played him as well but because i i did expect a draw uh, eventually yeah so any future plans hose now uh, or are we waiting for the double game week announced because yeah, yeah. there will be no matches this week uh, weekend sorry Uh, there will be league cup games and after that we'll get a pretty clear picture about double game weeks where it can be put right, in right, right. so that's when i'll probably get in a third as city midfielder yeah and you're and looking at the arsenal games turn then i'll bring in the rest of the arsenal attacking uh, sides like you know, players looking at foden who's for the third city spot still i have not um, decided yet because people are coming in and out of the side i was looking at mares for a uh, for the double game week i was looking at mares because he was consistently starting down that flank and he is scoring goals so uh, i'm not sure yet but mares was in my mind foden if he gets the minutes or not i'm not still sure yeah so probably mount out for uh, mares or i can even do fernandes out for me i got 54 points still uh, for both us of both of us kepa and res uh, are still remaining so let's see what happens uh, i did this week uh, the transfer of marshall to mitrovic uh, and captain we both captain mitrovic <laughs> hoping that there would be uh, the unavoidable yellow card like is still unavoidable but unfortunately when we went on that bandwagon it had to happen uh, fortunately haland didn't score yesterday Yeah, it's so, so disappointing so- when you took the risk and Haaland didn't score, and then you could have got another, at least another goal from Mitrovic, but you ended up uh, not 
capitalizing on it because of a stupid yellow card that he conceded which the only thing i was praying for was don't 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 do that don't do that and because of that we, he lost three bonus points lost one another point like he would have got around eight points no even points. more than that eight. nine or ten yeah, points eight, he would nine, have nine points nine, nine points he would have eight. got so that would have been uh, 18 points for the captaincy and, and plus uh, again that, plus another game so you took the risk but you ended up not being rewarded for that bold move yes so for me i am currently looking at uh, so i this was my planned transfer i intended to transfer kane in this week i currently have the cash for darwin to kane to do that move uh, another option is we have seen cancelo is not getting those minutes and everything so probably we can i can do cancelo to stones and then move mitrovic to uh, uh, kane if i feel like keeping darwin so those are the two options but yeah again as we said currently there is no point discussing because there will be double game weeks and we will be tempted like i was to get in mitrovic after we see those double game week fixtures mm-hmm. added so definitely these are the early thoughts uh, not nothing anything concrete at the moment and we'll we'll show we'll make a video before uh, the next deadline as well uh, where we have more information and we are more clear with our transfers and thoughts so we'll be making that before the next deadline so stay tuned if you have been joined our leak yet the leak code is mentioned on the screen and in the description box below as well you can join us and compete with us so l- this is the last segment of the uh, podcast so there the january transfer window is open and there ha- there have been few transfers already uh, let's start with this deal i think this has been as of now the most smart move for bayern who have been struggling in those center back positions right, right. and they don't have a reliable center back and deli blind has been a reliable center back who has played for ajax netherlands has that passing range as well the way he passes the ball that is just a thing of beauty so who's any thoughts about this yeah so um, i've watched a lot of uh, bayern munich matches this season and i feel that they definitely lack in their defensive um, you know uh, side as well as the number of mistakes their um, center backs are making which is very unlike uh, um by munich side even upmankhano and uh, i think pavard plays some of the matches and it doesn't look like a solid side because they they are conceding two goals three goals against some sides which they don't which we don't expect them to you know actually concede and blind is a very proven talent we know he lacks space but in that bayern munich side i think he he can fit in i think he's in for a six months contract probably six months six and months it contract. doesn't make sense i don't know why ajax um, let him go because they terminated the contract so something must might have been up uh, which we are not aware and, of yeah Even, we are not aware of. right so definitely a sensible transfer and a great addition to bayern and plus uh, bayern will be not having the services of noyer as well he injured his fingers and so again to make more uh, seniority in the back line and to arrange everything good okay. addition apart from that uh, there was uh, our both of our favorite player got a transfer to al nasser mr cristiano ronaldo so was any thoughts on him so uh, it's really sad to see him uh, you know end his career almost there but i doubt if he would end it there he would still be looking to come because knowing the kind of 
person he is he would be looking there were rumors that newcastle could get him uh, if they qualified for ucl but i i, I doubt it and uh, i think eddie how has come out and said that is absolutely absurd but he will be looking to come back into the um, into the uh, forefront once all this bad press is away from him and all this highlight of messi winning the world cup ronaldo struggling so once that goes away uh, once that um, people start you know letting him go for uh, uh, probably 6 or 1 one year 6 months or 1 year then I, i think he would come back to uh, play because i doubt he would ever think that he would want to go to saudi arabia to play football like it makes sense for um, from like the financial benefits that he gets and also what branding alnasser gets but from a footballing sense it doesn't make sense for that kind of a player to go there because i think he can still play well for a side which you know has the runners around him uh, where he doesn't have to defend that much where his um, you know his lack of uh his work rate doesn't affect the side so in in such a league in such a side he can still score goals so i think we have not seen the end of ronaldo he will come back within the next 6 to 1 year uh, like 6 months to 1 year definitely he can still play a role of a super sub definitely yeah. a 20 minute match where he can come and impact uh, definitely right. and apart from that the last transfer which we just got through uh, united as well like it's from united united signing jack butlin as their secondary goalkeeper and they have sent dubrovka back to newcastle so right, again right. any thoughts on that uh, yeah so uh, if you saw the last match our bench keeper our second keeper is heaton so we all know that he is not good enough to be a second keeper and uh, so definitely a sensible transfer to get him out and i think worlin has around 9 to 10 caps for england so it's not like he's a bad keeper he um, i think he hasn't played in the premier league since 2018 or something since he was at stoke so a good addition to the side i'm sure um, uh, unless something fatal happens to uh, the here as with the kind of form he is in like uh, uh, you wouldn't be required but yeah we won't be needing yes and apart from that uh, uh, enzo fernandez deal uh, as per multiple reports broke down with chelsea it looked right. like chelsea were determined to get him the release right. clause was 120 million i thought it will be somewhere around they will end up paying 100 110 but the offer was 90 million and some loan loanies were offered to benfica but benfica weren't happy so let's see where that goes uh, as of now what i am seeing uh, it looks like enzo will be staying for the next 6 months in benfica itself that is what i am hearing apart from that there is no there was interest from liverpool but i think liverpool are not ready to pay that amount and looks like kante will also be renewing that is what i am hearing from the barca pages because barca were interested in kante so let's see if kante renews and then uh, they get a better offer on enzo for the after 6 months so it will be interesting so that's it as of now for the transfer window in january transfer window uh, and that's it for the today's podcast as well follow us on all social media handles uh, all the descriptions are below and you can see it on the screen as well uh, that's it will be soon uh, coming back next week and there will be few videos before uh, the next week as well so that's it thank you and a happy new year to you bye yep bye